Welcome to Along the Way. I'm John Matarazzo, your host and fellow traveler. Thank you for joining me along my way as I try to become more like Jesus every day. The goal of Along the Way is to identify the moments in life that Jesus really is walking with us and trying to get our attention. But just like the disciples along the way to Emmaus, we are missing those moments that our hearts are burning within us. I want us to identify these moments, learn from others, and apply those lessons to our lives so that we don't miss the blessings God has for us along the way in our life's journey. Since I started working at Charisma Media, I've had the opportunity to do podcast interviews that I wouldn't normally consider an along-the-way episode because I was doing the interview for Charisma News or some other format. And I've also been interviewed on other people's podcasts, too. Those have been great opportunities as well as interesting conversations, and I want to make sure that I share them with you as well. Even though there is currently a global pandemic and the war between Russia and Ukraine, we need to remember that God's got this. Recently for Charisma News, I had the opportunity to interview Heidi Baker, missionary, founder of Iris Global, and author of the new 40-day devotional, God's Got This. This conversation will inspire and challenge you to walk in confidence and courageous faith. Connect with Heidi Baker and her ministry at irisglobal.org. I'll make sure that that info is in the show notes. I'll get to our conversation in just a moment, but I want to thank you for listening to Along the Way. All of my episodes and social links are available at my website, alongtheway.media. You can also join my email list to get updates right in your inbox. All the links from this episode will be in the show notes. And now, here is my conversation with Heidi Baker. Well, this is Charisma News on the Charisma Podcast Network. One daily news story, well told. I'm John Matarazzo. And in today's world, it seems like things are going out of control. But my very special guest in just a moment, Heidi Baker, says that God's got this. And you can hold on to his promises, too. We'll be right back. My Charisma Shop is your source for spirit-filled books, Bibles, and devotionals. Our store will help you find the books and resources that you need to be the best you that God has purposed for you to be. Visit MyCharismaShop.com to see the full catalog of content to help you live your life by God's divine design and take advantage of these great deals today. Well, this is John Matarazzo with the Charisma News Podcast, and today I have a very special guest, somebody that I'm very excited to talk to about her brand new book, God's Got This. And uh, this is Heidi Baker, and you're going you're gonna to hear her in just a moment, but I want to read a paragraph from the beginning or from the foreword of her book, and just to kind of put this book into context, this devotional into context. It says, today, the nations of the earth are crying out for God's intervention. Famines, wars, pandemics, and political upheavals can be seen on a global scale like never before in human history. We need to know that God's got this. Heidi, welcome to the Charisma News Podcast. When you wrote those words, you wrote this before the whole Russia-Ukraine war that's going on right now as we're recording this. The things that you mentioned in that paragraph are so pertinent to our lives today. What was on your heart just to encourage people to say that God's really got this? Um, Well, I was just in living where I live in northern Mozambique and so much 
suffering going on uh, with radical insurgents and hearing all my friends, you know, from around the world with the pandemic going on and just seeking the Lord. I was actually in Israel 40 days um, just praying in the desert and seeking the Lord. And then he just kept saying 911, 9-1-1, And then he started showing me about uh, 2020. It was literally 40 days before 2020 hit. And, and then long story short, I was able to get home to Northern Mozambique and everything was shaking. The world was shutting down. People were freaking out everywhere. Um, I obviously, like all of us who, who itinerate part of the time or anybody who travels, everything was closed yeah. down. And I was just seeking the Lord in the secret place, thinking, how could I encourage the body of Christ right now? And what's going on right now in the spirit realm? And it was just encourage them to see in the midst of what looks like hellish situations that God's in control, that he's sovereign and he's there. And I was seeking him, how do I share those stories? Like they can't just be mine because mm-hmm. people often say, oh, you're, you know, you're a missionary or you just have crazy faith or you've seen the blind, see the deaf hear the cripple walk. I can't really relate to you. And I thought, well, I'm just a little lady in the dirt, but I know one thing. If they can hear stories of just everyday people um, who have been through incredible challenges, but have found out how to fix their eyes on Jesus, Mm. stay in the word. And then if we could give them action points, like help them to step into this place where in the midst of hellish things like Ukraine right now, right. Uh, right. Poland right now, we can't just just freak out. We have to know, okay, what's Jesus saying? What's Father saying? And now what's the action step? So I I just wrote out of out of that out of that place listening to the stories of courageous what you would call everyday men and women of God and wanted to share their stories and encourage you to stand strong, to stand firm in the midst of the craziness. Yeah. And just, I love that you're pulling in other people's stories. And one of the ones that stuck out to me as I was looking through the book, it's day 23 out of 40. You put 40 amazing stories of real people that you interact with. These aren't just your stories, as you said. These are people that you interact with that people, hopefully that they can relate in some way, in some way, shape, or form. And in this chapter, Eyes to See, it's the verse Ephesians 1.18 I pray that the eyes of your heart be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people. And then you go on to tell the story of uh, this girl, Eliza. Could you just kind of give us uh, just an example of, of some of these stories and how the action steps we can put into, into play? Right. Thank you. Um, yeah, Eliza is just such a courageous woman of God. And her story is one, you know, it's past the pain that I pray any of of you will ever experience. You know, it's just 
her story is particularly um, difficult. Uh, her husband is a pastor. He's in heaven now. Um, he was martyred by Al-Shabaab, um, I, I, ISIS, Mozambique, in my province where I live. And we we are feeding, you know, tens of thousands of people every day. Our team is 99% Mozambican. So we're going out into the camps and the villages, and Eliza's um, telling her story. She's just this beautiful mama that I'm holding because we just stop for the one, you know, we, we're not a fancy bunch. We're not, you know, we're not, we don't have it all. There's no microphones out there. No, no cameras. Instead, It's a little iPhone once in a while, but I'm holding Eliza in my arms and she's just sobbing and she's telling me her story. It's here. She's lost her father, her husband, her sister as radical insurgents. Um, radical insurgents entered her village and and her mother was working and she returns from the farm and her family members are dead and that's you know that's a really crazy situation I mean people are beheaded uh, these these guys are not not acting in any way that that most of us can relate to. And these, this is my world now. I mean, this has been going on for four years. But this beautiful woman, instead of just spiraling down into despair, she's she's taking in 19 people are living in this little house. Wow. People help them. So we're talking about human suffering, um, the world in this place of overwhelming human suffering. What do we do? And we just learn to stop for the one. Like Eliza, uh, she stopped for the one. She stopped for 19. She stopped for her own. She stopped for extra people, uh, what some people would call extra people. And she just had courageous, courageous faith. Um, and and then we'll, we'll share like a prayer that, that she prays, that she actually prays. God, give us eyes to see what you see, a heart to feel what you feel, so that I stop for the one. Help me to live from the secret place inside your heart and carry your love and comfort to those in need. So instead of us as as believers spiraling down when, when we're in crises, which we're in in Ukraine, we're in, right. in Poland, we're in Northern Mozambique, in America, quite frankly, mm-hmm. um, we're in a crisis, you know, we're in political crisis, pandemic crisis, um, anger crises, division, right. all kinds of crises. How do we get our eyes off of the crises, off of the hell, off of the suffering, and on to the Lord? It's twofold. First, we have to see the, the suffering. We have to see the crisis. Yeah. We can't not see Eliza there, and she can't not see her family there. We have to actually have eyes to see and weep with those who weep. We don't just brush it under the cover and go, oh, wow, it's way over there in Ukraine and Poland. It's way over there in Russia. It's way over there in northern Mozambique, Somalia. No. It's it's every day there are people who are in desperate yeah. need. 
So give me eyes, God, to see. And then the action steps in this particular um, devotion for this day would be pray for eyes to see. Lovers of God have been given eyes to see with spiritual discernment and ears to hear from God. Proverbs 20:12. So we always use a scripture. And then this is my recommendation for, for this day. It would be to add flex time to your schedule. So when I was uh, with Eliza, it messed up my schedule. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. It wasn't convenient, you know, we, because we realized that we had to go and get material for her. We literally went out and started getting grass mats and extra food and everything. It, it like threw all the schedule off. Mm. And a lot of times uh, we as believers, you know, we, we all have jobs or we, most of us have jobs where we're working, we're yeah. ministering, we have family responsibilities. Uh, but if you could add flex time into your schedule so that you can stop, this is something that's just really, really moved and motivated my life. Like God wants us to make time uh, and to and to stop for the one in need. And don't be intimidated by how small the gesture feels. Mm. Oftentimes we're like, you hear about big ministries, uh, great crusades, um, different things that are going on. You're like, what is my little life matter? Like, I'm just such a tiny little, right now we have close to a million internally displaced people. We're feeding 50,000 people a day. That makes us feel extremely small. We'll be like, well, what does that matter when there's so much hunger? What does it matter doing that? And to some people that sounds like a big number, but this is what we need to understand. The simplest things can touch people's hearts deeply. So don't be intimidated or, um, upset by how small the gesture is. Maybe you're just going to give a cup of coffee to someone in Kmart who's lonely and sitting by themselves. Maybe you're just called to sit down um, with that sad person uh, at, at Walmart um, and and just listen to their story and just say, hey, you know, can I join you? Just It could be such a little thing, but Holy Spirit will direct you. And then it, and my, because of how Elisa caused me to slow down that day is I had a lot of meetings and I just, mm. I just didn't do the meetings. Slow down, contemplate, abide in him. Your life will be fruitless Unless you live your life intimately joined to mine, the Lord says, John 15, 4. And so that day was just another reminder for me of stopping for the one. And I I led into the story with this really powerful uh, lady named Utalia. Is it okay if I share? Yeah, please, please. Yeah. So Utalia in, in Makua. It means joy. It, it's it's it, it's a powerful word. You exist with joy. So 
another day that um, why why I used her as a introduction to Lisa Utalia um, was a lady I met sitting in the in the sun and in Mozambique um, people don't just sit in the sun it's it's really hot. Uh, Nobody is trying to get a skin, uh, what do you call it, tan. <laughs> uh, nobody's trying to get a tan. Right. And uh, I'm walking down. I've been ministering just in a village. I'm just walking. I'm hot. I'm thirsty. I'm late. And I'm late to disciple a group of amazing pastors that I've discipled for years. And I I hear just the nudge. You know when you hear Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. John, you hear him, Holy Spirit just taps you like tabs you stop and i i'm i'm so embarrassed to say this but you gotta share your vulnerable points man i i i literally said to the lord i'm late i said Mm. to the lord who spoke to me to stop that i was late that's really arrogant and and i i i really felt the tap again and i i said lord i'm so sorry if you want me to stop, I'm stopping. So I walk over to this lady sitting in the sun, and I I spoke to her, you know, what's your name? And she, she said back to me, I have no name. Well, how does a person have no name? So I asked her in Portuguese, what's your name? She said, no name. And I, I'm holding her, and I, I see that she can't see me. Her eyes are white. She's completely blind. So I look at this lady just down um, about, you know, just not that far from us, maybe 10 feet away. And I said, I started talking to her. What's her name? She said, oh, no, she's blind. She doesn't have a name. And so instead of just going after, because I've seen blind eyes open, and I, I love that when God does that. It's so exciting. But he didn't lead me to just go right in there and pray for her blind eyes. He said, just hold her and, and comfort her and, and, and give her a name. Because every human being on the planet wants to be called by their name. God knows our name. We're not nameless, faceless. Like all these 40 devotionals, they're... There are names. There are people with faces and hearts and lives. I said, could could I just give you a name? And she said, yes. And I was praying there, you know, still thinking I'm late for these disciples. Some of them had up to, you know, 400 churches under them. So I'm thinking about these guys. Certainly they can disciple themselves, don't you think? (laughs) You know, and I'm just like stopping myself again with my ridiculous idea that what my next thing's more important. And I'm just like, okay, what's her name, Lord? What's her name? And he just gave me this name, Utalia. You exist. That's local dialect. You exist with joy. Mm. And he starts grinning at her like her little tooth. She had one tooth, maybe two. I wanted to pull one out because it was dangling there, you know? And I just like, Utalia, you exist with joy. And she's laughing. And, and then I hold her again. And, and the Lord just, he just did what only he can do. You know, what only Jesus can do. 
he puts incredible joy in this beautiful mama's heart who's just so lonely, you know, so, so sad that nobody sits in the sun, but there she is, nobody to even guide her out of the sun. And she's there, and, and then the Lord just turned her eyes brown. Wow. Just right there. And, and I mean, I'm crying, <laughs> she's crying, and I said, could I tell you about the one who just opened your eyes? And she's just, she's bought, you know, she's oh looking gosh. around, she's just everybody crying, the ladies screaming, you know, who wouldn't talk to her before. And we're just like, Jesus, you just did this. And it was just so, so just so simple and so beautiful. And I tell her about Jesus and what he did on the cross and how he's the one that could forgive her sins and give her love for people who have been so horribly cruel to her. And she just received him just so easily, John. Just She just received him. And there was no razzmatazz, no poster, no badges, no, you know, it was just stopping for the one in the dirt and watching what Jesus can do. And, and as I walked down to my truck, because it's way down the hill, the poor can't, they don't have nice roads. So I walked down to my truck, get in, I'm, I'm like an hour and a half late for the <laughs> discipleship meeting. I walk in, they're all just having a great time. It's absolutely glorious. And I tell them the story and uh, nobody minded that one person came in uh, after they thought they should. And so I want to encourage the body of Christ, beautiful lovers of Jesus, to put some flex time in your schedule and and more time in the secret place, but flex time in your schedule, even for devotionals. Like ask the Lord, not only where are you going to read, but what, what are... What are where are you going to pause to get into the scripture? Pause to get into the secret place, uh, not just busy, busy every second. And then in the middle of your day, find ways that you would say, "I'm going to find an extra half an hour in this day to stop for the one in need," and and really ask Holy Spirit, who does He want me to stop for today? And He's going to speak to you. He's going to speak to you, and you're going to see um, people with great suffering going on in their lives comforted by the Lord through your little life laid at His feet. Amen. Amen. You know, Heidi, as you were just talking, I just felt the Lord speaking to me that He created time. And I, th- I think us, especially as uh, Americans, we're so used to things being very regimented with our time. But if God created time, He can slow it down, He can multiply it, He can do whatever He wants with it. But what He really wants is people that are obedient to go after the one, to right. take that time to see with His eyes. And He's going to multiply the time. He's going to take care of all those other details if we're truly led by Him. Absolutely. I'm not saying, you know, just create that flex time to waste it. Create that flex oh, time to be purposeful John. for kingdom things. And so your, your life is a perfect example of that. Thank you very, very much. Um, Every time I hear you share stories of how 
you just are so humbly walking before the Lord and how you are just being obedient and going after that one. And your stories of like of that are just so inspiring. I would feel like I'm, I'm missing a, a huge opportunity if I didn't ask you to pray for the people that are listening and pray for me that that we would really take time to see through Jesus's eyes and just respond that way. I'd love to pray. Thank you, John. You're super encouraging. Lord, Lord God, we thank you for ISAF. Oh God, I ask for ISAF, Lord, where we have been blind, where we have not seen, where we, Lord, I know when, when you opened my eyes, Lord, I was so blind. I couldn't, I couldn't see the middle class, I couldn't see the rich, I couldn't see anybody but the poorest of the poor, and you opened my eyes to see the body of Christ. Lord, I ask that you would open each one's eyes, that you would put eye salve on our eyes, that, that we would see what you see, that we would, we would not only see, but we would stop for the one in need, that we would be empowered by Holy Spirit. Would you just bring such an impartation, God, as people are listening? Lord, an impartation of your glorious presence, Lord, and and eyes to see, hearts to feel, hands to love, and feet on the ground. I pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Well, Heidi Baker, thank you so much for taking some time to be able to share those incredible stories of Utalia, and I, I just love that name. Something within me just said, just, God was just speaking that I've been created for joy, too. And so I'm, I'm, I'm receiving, receiving that name from God, too. But thank you so much for writing this book, God's Got This, 40 Devotions of Courageous Faith. Uh, it is a beautiful book. It's leather-bound, and it's got 40 days where you will be able to really grow your courageous faith as you dive into this. And just want to encourage people to go to irisglobal.org. And I'm sure you have more information there about about the book and, and how people can get that. But that is, uh, you can find out all kinds of information about Heidi and everything that she does through irisglobal.org. So once again, Heidi, thank you so much for being on the Charisma News Podcast. Thank you, John. Bless you. Bless you, bless you. We'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. Thank you for listening to today's Charisma News podcast, one story well told. For more stories, visit us online at charismanews.com. Subscribe to this podcast for more Charisma News every weekday. This is John Matarazzo. God bless you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Along the Way. If you've enjoyed joining me along my way, please share this with a friend who you think will be encouraged by this podcast. Also, please rate and review Along the Way on iTunes. That helps more people discover Along the Way. And please subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening. You can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and through my website, alongtheway.media. On my website, you can sign up to receive newsletter updates whenever I put out a new episode, so you don't miss one. If you want to help support me in this podcast, I have a Patreon page. The link to become a supporter is also in my show notes. I hope that you've enjoyed this part of my journey, and may you realize when Jesus is walking with you along your way. Along the Way is honored to be part of the Charisma Podcast Network. You can find tons of spirit-filled content from their vast catalog of podcasts. 
including my Monday through Friday news stories for the Charisma News Podcast. Go to cpnshows.com to see the full list and latest episodes.